You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneurs podcast. Today, we have Wendy Carroll on with us from Nurse Evolution. Wendy, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, we haven't ever had anybody on um, that does anything in informatics, so I'm very excited to find out about this. Um, but before we get started, why don't you give us a little bit of background about you and how you got started in nursing? Sure. Um, I started nursing uh, about 25 years ago, and my path was that when I was in school and in college, I didn't know if I wanted to completely be a nurse or if I wanted to go into more of a health information technology uh, role. I knew I wanted to be in health, but I really wasn't uh, completely sure. So I took the nursing route and I worked in critical care. I did some oncology work as well as some uh, clinical research work and ambulatory care and very early uh, telephonic nursing where we actually talk to patients over the phone, you know, the early telehealth. And about three or four years into my nursing career, I found out that there was a specialty in nursing called uh, nursing informatics. You could become an informatics nurse. So um, I did all I could. I did all my homework, found out more about it, and found out that you could get certified in it. And so I, um, you know, uh, took all the steps to be able to sit for the informatics nurse exam through the ANCC and received, uh, I did, I did pass my exam and got my, um, my certification. And then I was so excited about it and uh, started working in it that I decided that I would go back and get my graduate degree in nursing, in nursing informatics, because I wanted to broaden my scope about, um, you know, the specialty and the unique niche, and then also be able to move into a health system role where we could, where I could begin to help, um, you know, clinicians really kind of roll out technologies um, in a uh, patient care setting, really for patient and family care, but also administration and operations as well, which has uh, brought me to where I am today. 25 years later. <laughs> like we um, were on like the same path and then we diverged because I remember I've been in nursing for like 25 years as well. And it was a choice between, so this would have been like the late nineties. It was a choice between like nurse practitioner, which was a role that wasn't really uh, well-defined at the time or informatics. And, you know, I ended up choosing nurse practitioner because I couldn't see uh, I didn't have the visual um, perspective of informatics and you know in, re in retrospect that seems so short-sighted <laughs> like how are computers going to work in in healthcare um, but yeah I mean so yeah I'm really excited to hear how this went for you so you got were you able to get you got um, a certificate first in informatics is that how it worked and then you got a graduate degree yes I I'm a, I'm a board certified informatics nurse and then I went on and got my graduate degree. And did you know what you were gonna do after you graduated with that? Or did you just have faith that something would come up? 
I had faith. I knew um, that it was, I just knew that it was something that I wanted to do. And I did find my first uh, clinical informaticist role before I went to graduate school. And then as I had that first role, uh, finished up my um, MSN in nursing informatics. And then was able to, as I wanted to move into a health system that was essentially still on paper with um, all of their all of their systems are very disparate databases too. So I did an electronic health record, um, we call a big bang uh, implementation at a health system. And I kind of think that for clinical informaticists, that's kind of a rite of passage because uh, EHRs are, we're so EHR centric. Um, today, of course. So I think having that experience of the full life cycle implementation was really valuable. <laughs> we converted over from paper and it was a huge, oh, oh my goodness. Um, okay, so you went through that and then at what point did you start um, or did you have any big challenges in informatics that you started to question, like, you know, this is something I need to expand on or go further with um, in terms of what roles you were playing? I actually um, was, I'm a lifelong learner, and I like to um, do a lot of different things, to put it very plainly. So um, I made some career changes. I went into uh, quality improvement first off, and then I left a hospital system, um, a very um, you know stable job to go do something and work at something called a startup. And I was didn't really know what a startup was or what startup life was. In fact, I think I was doing some research on how do I fit into a startup before I started and left the hospital system. Uh, but um, they invited me because I did something, they knew I, I did informatics, but they were talking more about data, analytics, and healthcare, in health informatics, more of that side of the, the analytics and reporting side of it. So, um, you know, in quality improvement, I worked a lot with data analysts and, and did tons of analysis and data aggregation, and I thought, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to step out and out of my comfort zone and I'm going to go there and um, did that. So that was the first part of it. Um, and then realizing how much data that uh, healthcare generates and how helpful and beneficial and actionable it can be for us. We are on the creation side of that, but not so much on the side of how do we use it. And I think, you know, that is one big challenge that people continue to face is we have, you know, I, I can't even think of, of what it is now. I, I forget if it's, it's, it's well beyond the, the gigabyte and kilobyte and all of those. It's, it's a huge amount. And uh, essentially just the simple question of what do we do with it? And there's so much that we can do with it. And nurses, um, I found, and I'll speak, speak more about that, just um, don't uh, seem to have um, a lot of knowledge about that, although we are asked to make a lot of data-driven decisions. That's true. And I have to say, when I was doing my dissertation for my doctorate degree, um, you know, I just had a very, very small taste of the amount of data that we collected. 
yet was completely unorganized. It was just hanging out there in, you know, like the netherworld. Um, and it was so painful trying to pull all of it together. It was in all different places. And it felt like such a, a massive waste um, of inf information that was just sitting there waiting for somebody to organize it. So, um, so how do you think that, uh, yeah, I mean, cause you're right. Nurses are expected to drive care based on the data they received. So did the startup that you were working with, did they have any role in, in facilitating that? Or what was, what was that role that you were playing at the startup? The role I was in was a data science role. And it really was more of a healthcare IT clinician, uh, data, you know, uh, data strategist, because I've not really, I don't have that analyst background, but I was working with um, really smart people who do. So what we were doing was we were collecting data, it was a um, uh, worksite wellness startup. So what we really wanted to do is start to do population health. So we were able to aggregate our data and we had a very um, um, young system. Uh, the data was still in a couple of different places. Uh, we were really at the startup startup and starting from scratch and uh, had to aggregate all that data and you know, uh, really be able to drive uh, creating registries for patients and knowing how to care for them in the best way uh, that we can to drive uh, patients to you know, want to uh, seek prevention and, and health and wellness, but also how we could reach out to them proactively, you know, uh, just looking at their risk looking at where they fell in that risk for population health, which was which was very satisfying. So how long did you stay with them? I was with them for about two years. And then what happened? And then I was... Um, did you get tired of startup life? Because <laughs> it's chaotic and crazy. <laughs> you know what, Katie, that was just the start. <laughs> I was um, approached to... Um, become a nursing informatics leader at another startup where we did artificial intelligence and predictive analytics for um, providers, um, ACOs, and uh, health systems. So uh, I was asked to go to a conference back at my first startup about predictive analytics. And I thought, what is that and why do I need to know about it? <laughs> Sounds really sci-fi and really scary and I'm not sure I would understand it. So anyway, I, I took, another, took another risk, uh, moved on because I knew that they really wanted to start focusing on how AI was gonna uh, impact nurses and nursing care. So I was there for about a year and a half as the nursing informatics liaison between the engineers and data scientists and the UI UX designers and the product folks um, back to writing the clinical content and helping with pre-sales and doing pilots with different clients and that type of work. And that's when I established Nurse Evolution because I saw that there was a gap in, again, the understanding of nursing with data, but also how um, just really even informatics and health IT 
And then the inform the innovation that needs to go along with that to be able to think forward about, okay, how are we going to use this? How are we going to learn about this, use this, adopt this? Yeah, I mean, it, it's really, it's really powerful. Um, and I, I know of another startup where they were, uh, they wanted to hire nurses on to be health coaches for like cancer patients and, and that kind of stuff. And yet they didn't at the time have a nurse on board to do kind of all that education or figure out what needs to go into the databases and stuff. And it was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of information out there and there's a huge role for nursing, I think in the spectrum um, that, we're not even aware of <laughs> and really need to insert ourselves into. Um, okay, so what what did you come up one day and you were just like, you know, I need to address this gap and to start my own company or like what was kind of the triggering factor to, to make that leap? The triggering factor was that I wanted to really create um, really start adding to the nurse knowledge base. And I wasn't sure how I was going to go about doing that. But I knew that I had kind of a, a three, again, a three prong approach of health IT, of data, and then what I, I call, what I say is creativity, applied creativity is innovation. Um, so I, I look at it as kind of the TDC model or the TDC focus. And um, all I could think of to do was to, you know, build a website, a, a WordPress website. And I did that with some help. And uh, things have things have improved since then. You'll maybe your listeners will see. Um, but I really I really wanted to focus it on being an information hub for nurses to be able to learn about the, these three different aspects and how they can apply it to practice and how it can impact their experience and also the nursing profession at large. Because I agree with the statement you made not very long ago about nurses you know, in startups. Well, nurses need to become developers in the full life cycle of the development and the implementation of digital health tools and solutions. So um, I really wanted to you know, spark that in nurses and let them know that they are change makers. We need to take those kind of roles. We need to look and see what's next. So uh, you know, putting together a mission and vision, uh, vision and values that really supported that. And then resources that I thought you know, would, be, would be beneficial to nurses to learn more about that. Yes, I absolutely agree. But, you know, I will say that, um, and this is what stopped me from going into my master's for nursing informatics was that kind of vague notion of like informatics, right? Like, what does it really mean? And like, do you have some sort of an example of how like you've helped nurses in informatics to help us kind of formulate uh, a picture of this in our mind? Oh, yes. So I think of informatics, you know, it's, it's nursing science, it's computational science, it's information technology science, it's all those things put together, you think of the Venn diagram. But really what, what informaticists are, clinical could be multidisciplinary or nurses, are translators and liaisons between 
health IT, between um, you know information technology teams, and as I told you, I worked with data scientists and engineers as well, but then also the clinical side, because in development and implementations and doing things like EHR, uh, you know. Um, um, implementations, there needs to be a middleman between the two who can speak and understand, you know, from a clinical side, what is the clinical relevance? What is the clinical importance? What are the clinical implications? And on the IT side, how do you explain to um, clinicians, it has to be designed like this, you know, the system will only look like this. You have to have, you have to have three clicks to do this particular um, um, you know, uh, part of your documentation. Um, I can tell you in the second startup that I worked at where we did AI, uh, one of the things that I did was, for example, as an, as an informaticist, was I worked with the chief nursing officer at a uh, children's um, community hospital. And I was the translator from the side of talking to her about what artificial intelligence is she had the idea, we want to try to use this data to predict a particular use case that happened to be um, staffing in the uh, emergency department. You know, can we predict what our staffing should be? And I was that liaison between, um, uh, you know, talking to uh, the engineers and data scientists and all the big, the big data brains about this is what this is why this is important. And these are the tools we need to give to the nurses um, from a technology standpoint for us to be able to do this pilot successfully to test this hypothesis and see if we can do this. And then again, when I was on the, I think I already said, uh, when I worked with the chief nursing officer, you know, explained to her um, what it was that the our systems were trying to do uh, and set expectations about that and work with work with both sides and kind of be a project manager, program manager in the middle of it all to uh, see uh, the bigger picture, but also be in the weeds and roll your, you know, roll your sleeves up and uh, get in the nitty gritty. I, I talked to a lot of nurses um, at that hospital about what this, uh, how this was going to benefit them, what this was going to look like, why um, they should care why they might be interested in knowing this information. And then I had to do a lot of education with our, um, with our uh, engineering team about this is what nursing informatics is. This is what nurses do. They're the voice of the patient. And we are focusing here on ultimately on patient outcomes and experience. That is the bottom line of why we are doing this. So, you know, education and building knowledge on both sides to also help bridge that gap between um, kind of seeing the other side from both sides. Because <laughs> that, that makes sense to me too, like especially, uh, you know, after our, our Big Bang event where they implemented EHR, um, the EPIC system, and we all, as soon as it's implemented, we're like, well, where is this? Well, where is this? Where is this? <laughs> you know, like all of that stuff wasn't there. Um, but, you know, asking those questions like the CNO at the Children's Hospital, um, can this be uh, interpreted into something that uh, technology can help facilitate 
because uh, the engineers and the data scientists aren't going to come up with those questions, um, you know, because then, okay. Um, and then, so your company is really, um, who do you target in your company and, and what is it that you want to help them to, to do? What would kind of the outcome be of working with you? I'm interested in um, working with both aspiring nurse uh, informaticists and also nurse informatic also practicing nurse informaticists. And again, um, adding to the knowledge base about health IT in general and really, you know, teach them and encourage them to um, catalyze the digital health landscape to be able to look at and enhance and really optimize uh, people and population's health and see how that all fits together. But I'm very interested and I'm very focused also on the um, nurse experience and advancing nurses through this. So advancing the profession as well from a, from a broader scope. And uh, you know, my, my vision is basically to uh, see what's next in nursing using health IT. I say cultivate new ways of caring. That's, that's my uh, vision for uh, what we can do with emerging technologies and data and, and just having a better understanding of, of information technology and the role it plays in healthcare. Do you have like a favorite what's next vision of what you think is coming and how it will work with nursing? I have so many. Let me pick one out here. <laughs> pick one or two. <laughs> pick one or two. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Um, I'm gonna say artificial intelligence, and I think there's a, a couple of ways that it can be used. One that we're already familiar with, and maybe one we're not so familiar with yet. Um, we can use automation to docu help us document. Uh, our, our assessments and interventions and evaluations and everything and all of our interactions with our patients in a chart using something called natural language processing. Physicians already use it. It's when they speak into that device and then it comes out, the voice changes to text. That's one way that can really improve efficiencies um, if you're just doing that, you know, with an, kind of an ambient type of, of, uh, of device. Uh, that's something that can work out uh, really, really well. Um, and I think that could be, you know, in the way that it helps physicians, it can really help nurses and um, their time that they're spending with patients and their interactions can be better. And then also, um, you know, just the time it takes and the amount of time we spend with technology. Of course, we want to uh, make sure that we're practicing at the top of our license and doing the most high value tasks that we can do. Yeah, I mean, that would be huge because I, they do say that 30 to 40% of the nurse's day is sitting around charting on like checking boxes. And so there has to be a better way. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, another way I think that we can use um, uh, artificial intelligence is for digital health tools. And that's something that we're already doing when we use our smartphones every day, when we use our computers every day. Um, I think there's a real, uh, you know, we trust, we trust voice texting. Uh, you know, we can't always go back and fix our words, unfortunately, but we do, we do, we do trust our, uh, our social media. We trust our, um, 
e-commerce sites that we use to, to use artificial intelligence. And we can do the same with digital health tools to really be able to do things like predict how well a patient is going to do based on remote monitoring from afar, you know, getting that data back to a, a provider's office and saying, okay, this patient has diabetes, here's, you know, A1Cs or blood glucose readings, we can see this is probably on the horizon based on something called machine learning where you take um, data from many, many, many different sources and you, uh, you teach it how to um, be able to start discerning what those predictions are going to be. Of course, you're validating and you're testing it throughout, but really um, in a way that can help um, outcomes. And I think that's going to transform roles that nurses have um, in a way that uh, where nurses spend a lot of time on the phone um, nurses spend a lot, you know, with patients and, and uh, things like that, a lot of office time. I'm not trying to say we're going to cut off the, off the office time and we shouldn't have high value conversations, but that's just another piece that can really help us to uh, just have better outcomes for patients and, and have nurses have a better experience in, in uh, communicating and interacting with patients. Efficiencies, again, gain there too. the gap is like you need like um, thousands more nurses to come into this millions like <laughs> does every nurse need to know informatics i think um in another country um in england they say that all nurses are nurse informaticists because of how much technology they actually spend. Um, you know, we're the, we're the biggest population of clinicians, therefore we're the highest utilizers of, of uh, information technology tools and software and solutions. Um, I think, I don't, I wouldn't say all nurses need to become informaticists or have an, but have an understanding. And, and honestly, we're, we're not there yet. We're, we're not. Um, with nurse informaticists, we kind of as nurses have a bigger, broader challenge of really uh, branding ourselves and inserting ourselves. Um, and that's due to a, a lack of understanding a lot of times of what nursing informatics is and the value that it actually drives. So um, we all know, uh, you think about the nurse super, you know, we're, we're talking about the EHR um, implementations, you think of your super users, you think of all the nurses who you engage and, and you do testing with on all those, on all those systems. That gives you that starts to give you a taste of what you know really using informatics and techniques and and technology in a more uh, developmental way. So I think um, I think nurses do get a taste of that. I always you know think of it as we use our smartphones every day. We're just we're kind of doing the same thing in a in a different in a different way that we that we trust and we can trust and we're, we are doing it successfully. We might think we're not there yet, but we are actually getting there. Yeah, and you know, I appreciate talking to people like you because for me, um, and especially when I was a nurse working on the floor, I never saw kind of that ladder of succession that you could climb, but it's always been there. It's, I think it's a matter of nurses embracing it. So you went from nursing at the bedside, got a degree in informatics and you're just climbing your own ladder um, and just branding yourself and making your um, 
your knowledge and your expertise um, available to so many other professions and the healthcare industry in general. So, you know, I think that, like I said, that ladder was always there for us. And it's one of the reasons that I do this podcast is to interview people like you who <laughs> have created it. So, you know, you climb that ladder that was there all along. Um, so, yeah, I really appreciate this story that, that you're telling us because it's fascinating. Um, all right. So if uh, let's say somebody wants to get in touch with you, learn more, um, you know, who, what type of person would be best to reach out to you that um, you think you could help and how would they get in touch with you? Um, they would get in touch with me. You can go to www.nurseevolution.com. Um, I'm always open actually to speaking with aspiring nurse informaticists and practicing informaticists also leaders who don't completely understand uh, what nursing informatics might exactly be. <laughs> and maybe they're scared um, to say it. <laughs> yeah, and maybe this is why we need them, you know. Um, but I just, I always think, you know, really what Nurse Evolution is doing is it's encouraging the new, you know, creations of new ways of caring through you know, really the expert use of health IT, one nurse at a time. My, um, where I come from and my purpose is to uh, speak to anybody who wants to talk to me um, or communicate with me. And so you can reach me there at evolve at nurseevolution.com. That's my email address and I am on LinkedIn. Uh, I can certainly be reached out to there. And if anybody wants to learn more about me, they can, that's a place uh, that's a, a good resource. Awesome. All right, Wendy. Well, thank you so much for doing this podcast episode with us. Thank you, Katie.